my name is Sean McKenzie and I played the character of Donald. I think I wasn't long out of drama school. I, w I went to RADA for three years and I think John Reardon, the director, had seen me in a show there. I think he'd seen me in Outside Edge. Um, I don't know if you remember the series, but the stage play, the series came from the stage play. And in the stage play, I played the character um, that Timothy Spall played in the series, uh, which was a great comedy character. And I think John and the casting director had seen me in that, really liked me as an actor. And they invited me in to read for this part. And um, yeah, I, um, I got on really well with them both and I read really well. I, I had a good understanding of the character. And um, yeah, very luckily, I was I was gifted the part. I um I was uh, I was very luckily cast, and I I I just left Rada, and um, I got invited for the meeting with John, and um, I can't remember the casting director's name now. That's awful, um, off the top of my head. But she was a lovely, lovely lady, and um, yeah, I went in and I read really, really well, and I got on well with John and. Um, but like I said before, he, he was very keen with the character of Donald that although, um, uh, well, in those days, his character was deemed by the government to be uh, what the government called uh, ESN, which was educationally subnormal. Um, we don't use those terms now, thank goodness. But um, John was very keen that although Donald was seen, you know, in inverted commas, as slow, that that didn't mean in any way whatsoever that Donald was unintelligent. Uh, nowadays, we'd probably say he was on the spectrum. You know, he might be ADHD or somewhere within that kind of rainbow. Um, so John was very keen that we, we didn't kind of caricature, you know, Donald and make him just, a, a, you know, seen as some kind of idiot. And I was as well, you know, because he was such a beautiful character. You know, I just wanted to make him as real as possible. And, and part of that reality was sometimes when people are on the spectrum like that, they obsess over things um, to the minute details, which is why, hence in the episodes, you got him, you know, with his obsession with, you know, the fire crew, the fire station, fire appliances, fire itself. And, um, and also, you know, his home life of building, you know, the fire station. We well, actually built it in the factory, didn't he? Um, his own little kind of private playground. Um, and in fact, the little fireman in that episode, John gave it to me when, the, when we finished filming, actually. And I kept it as a keepsake. And it is, I think, with some old scripts up in my attic still. I still got it, definitely, because I kept it because I was quite touched when he gave me that, the little fireman that he played with. And, um, yeah, so his kind of obsession ultimately lead, led to his death, you know. But he was a great character to play, because a lot of the characters in the series then, they kind of maybe did one or two episodes tops, but I got to do five episodes, I think, which was really, really nice thing, especially being a young actor as well. And um, having only done... I think an episode of the bill just before I left Rada um, to do five episodes of, you know, what was essentially the biggest Sunday night show at the time was, um, was a, a really lovely thing to do. So yeah, I was very lucky. No, well, he, he um, Michael was a very, very good actor and he was, he was a, he was a real gentleman 
to me, as was Jimmy and as was young John as well. John was a lovely lad as well. And um, But Michael's character, obviously, was that kind of slightly overbearing, you know, slightly, you know, cynical old guess, you know, um, very strict would probably be more appropriate. And he kind of just didn't want me hanging around the station because he didn't, he didn't want an accident to happen. So he was kind of looking out for me in a way. But on the other hand, you know, that was better for the drama. You know, you know, some of them were nice to me and he wasn't. And, and that kind of led later on to his guilt over his death as well. So, but yeah, they were all, he was a lovely gentleman though. We, um, we filmed at the old, at, out at the old Darrenth um, Mental Hospital. I think that's what it was called as it was known. And uh, it was a huge, very kind of massive, almost gothic looking building. And I remember we were doing a night shoot. I don't actually think that was my last day's filming because we, we did other exterior stuff, but because it was a night shoot and it was where he went up on the roof. And I can remember it was getting quite late and the light was starting to come. <laughs> and this is a true story. So, um, we didn't have time to rehearse the shot where I climbed up the ladder on the outside of the wall. So they said to me, when you climb up the ladder, there's a flicker lamp on top. Jump over the flicker lamp. You'll disappear out of shot and just lie flat on the floor. But what I didn't realise was it was a stairwell. The ladder was on the outside of the stairwell. So whereas the roof was like 50 foot wide, 60 foot, 70 foot wide, the stairwell roof was only about 10 foot wide. So I've climbed up this ladder. It's about half past four in the morning. You know, the light's starting to break slightly. So the flicker lamp's going, you know, because it looks like, you know, the building's on fire. And as I've jumped over the top of it, I've hit the deck. But literally with about that much room to spare on the other side. And on the other side was a 120 foot drop. So my left leg, and still remember it now, my left leg and my left arm were hanging over the gutter of the building and I nearly died that night. And that's a true story. <laughs> but there we go. Showbiz, eh? <laughs> but I survived to live, you know, to tell the tale. And um, the stuntman who did do the fall, he, he leapt off that building into about a 30-foot high a castle of cardboard boxes. So, yeah, it was quite something to see, really. I suppose Jimmy's character, I think, because he was just such a lovable, affable man. He had a twinkle in his eye and he was just the all-round good guy, wasn't he, really? You know, so I suppose Jimmy's character. But then I, I suppose that's born out of my admiration for him as well because he was a good actor and a nice man. But then they, they, they were all lovely and they were all great characters. So it's very hard to choose, really. Very hard to choose. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I do. And I went out and I had to, I stuck the leaflets up in shops and things. That's right. And that, yeah, that's right. That brings back, because that's the, where I got um, dragged into the alley by the kids and they beat me up. And all the leaflets ended up in the water, as I did as well. So I got cold and wet that morning as well. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do. Yeah, it was quite a moving little scene that, you know, I think a lot of people, 
it's probably not the right term, but I think a lot of people felt sorry for Donald, you know, and kind of, um, you know, wanted to look after him, I guess, you know, didn't want him to come to any harm. So in the final denouement, when he did die, I think it was quite, um, quite upsetting and, and quite memorable as well, I think, for some people. Yeah, I think, you know, as any actor, you would obviously, but it's the way the story was written. And at that time, you know, with me only, I think it was only about 23, although I was playing like a 15, 16 year old, roughly 17 year old. Um, yeah, of course. But then I was I was grateful just to do the five episodes. You know, I thought it was very exciting and it was brilliant and it was brilliant filming with the guys and, and kind of learning my craft in a way because... Because although Rada was amazing and you, you learn all about your stagecraft and everything else, you, you never did much TV work. You kind of had to learn on the job in those days. So when I did the bill before I left Rada, you know, I had Kevin, uh, not Kevin, uh, Kevin Lloyd, lovely Kevin Lloyd and Simon. Um, uh, I can't remember Simon's surname now. They looked after me, you know, because that was a great episode for me to do as well, because I had a lot of dialogue. So you learn on the job in those days. Um, but yeah, it was great to to have done it because it it was such a terrific show, you know. And it, it, the figures it used to get were insane at the time. Um, I'm amazed they haven't brought it back yet. <laughs> I um I was I was always fascinated actually by the real station, you know, the real working station, and and how lucky we were to work there, and um, how we all had to get out of the way very quickly if there was a proper um, call. So, um, yeah, and I can remember walking over London Bridge every morning to walk down to the studio because that time I lived in Acton. So I had to get really at the crack of sparrows to get the bus down to Shepherd's Bush and the tube over to London Bridge and, um, and then walk, you know, down to the studios. Um, but I used to love that walk every morning, walking over the bridge at like kind of half five, six o'clock in the morning and um, full of anticipation, really. And, um, you know, to be greeted with breakfast and coffee and, you know, nice warm clothes and makeup and all that. And, um, you know, and sit in the green room and have the crack with, you know, all the other people in it. You know, like I said before, we're all extremely welcoming and extremely nice. So, yeah, as a young actor, it was a lovely thing to do. Just um, I want to thank you for inviting me. It's really nice of you. And, um, and and to all the fans of London's Burning who enjoyed the show, uh, thank you for being fans. And thank you for all the nice comments that people said at the time and, and recently on a few posts about the character of Donald. Because I did love playing him. And, um, and uh, it's nice to have, um, albeit, you know, in a little way, have a little impact on the series. And, and hopefully people remember um, him fondly. So thank you.